All right, everybody, we're back, baby, and we got a good one for you tonight. We're listing our top five binge-worthy TV shows of all time. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Mark? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top Five with Joey Casada. My co host, I'm Papa with 11. Oh, here she is. What? <laughs> Uh-oh, I have a feeling we might have a duplicate here. I don't like this. What's happening, Ern? We're back, baby. Oh, it's been a long time. Good to we be back. A little hiatus, you know, unforeseen stuff. Well, actually, foreseen stuff. That's why we had to take a break. Uh, I was away. I've been on the road a little bit. I had some Eric Martin dates out west, and then I came back, and I was on the Jericho cruise playing with Quarantine, Chris Jericho's band. And then I was away in LA last week uh, filming a ZO2 music video and doing a show at the Whiskey A Go Go. So I've been out of commission for uh, almost two months. I feel like we're off, right, Ern? Yeah, and I, I've been everywhere. I was in the kitchen, uh, the living room, <laughs> bathroom a lot. Well, I listen, I keep telling you, you know, you're allowed to do one of these without me. You know that, right? You know how to hit record? Yes. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I know I think I I could try it soon. Listen, there was one episode without me, right? You and Devito. Yeah, but I think Devito was the one that did all the recording. <laughs> what was that episode? Sabbath. Yeah, Sabbath without Ozzy. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. Oh, without Ozzy, that's right. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna tell you a little something right now. It's a secret, even though this is a podcast. It's gonna everyone's gonna hear it, but you cannot let Snyder know this. Okay. So at my school. Uh, we're doing a Black Sabbath show, and I'm directing it. And I hate to say it, <laughs> I'm appreciating the music a little. I still do not like Ozzy. Uh, Ozzy's voice, you know, is is a little bit torturous. And I actually really like the Black Sabbath lyrics, and I know Ozzy wrote zero of them. Uh, yeah. Deezer wrote everything, right? Pretty much so. But I'm liking, you know, the songs. I, I really like it. Sweet Leaf and Fairies Wear Boots and stuff that I never really knew before. You know, I obviously always, you know, argued with, with the doctor about, about Sabbath. and I never really liked them. So I'm starting to appreciate it. You should come to the show. We're doing the show in, uh, in May. You'll enjoy it. Sweet Leaf is a great riff. Yeah. It's good. Where do you see my kids do it? It's, it's, they're great. You'll like it. Maybe we'll, get you up on, maybe we'll get you up on stage with them. Yeah. <laughs> My height, I look like one of them. <laughs> what else is going on, Ern? Talk to me. Oh, so much. Nothing's going on. <laughs> but I want to let everyone know we are officially back. I wanted to take that break because I knew 
doing an episode here, doing an episode there. Um, I know people like consistency, especially when it comes to podcasts. Podcasts that I listen to every week are, you know, stuff that I look forward to every week. I have it downloaded, so I want it consistent. So I knew I was not going to be able to do consistently uh, a show every week for the, at least these last few months. So we took a little break. Our first break, we are approaching our 100th episode very shortly. We got a special one we just talked about off air. We're going to do for our 100th episode. Thanks to Ernie's beautiful wife. She came up with the topic. So we got a good one planned for that. But, you know, we're a little ways off. We, we, we got some other good ones planned. We wanted to get back to the originals tonight. We didn't want it. No doctor, no big head Billy, no guest stars tonight. No, no superstar guests. Just <laughs> me and her. Bernie. It's good to be back. This is this will be a fun one tonight. So tonight, for everyone who who's uh, wondering what, what the topic is, if you missed the beginning of the show, we're doing our top five binge-worthy TV shows of all time. Now, I did we have any Ernie rules tonight? I don't think so, right? Ah, uh, too late for that. <laughs> right. I mean, I kind of had my own criteria that I went by. So. Binge-worthy, and this might be off what you're thinking, but binge-worthy for me, like when we were growing up, there was no such thing as binging a TV show because you had to freaking wait every week to watch a show. You know, I was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. I know Ernie is too, but I had to wait every week for the new episode. My wife binge-watched the whole, the whole series, so that would be a binge-worthy show for her. It's not for me just because I watched it in real time. So binge-worthy for me is something that I either had never seen, that I, that I literally put on and I go, oh my God, at the end of every episode, I have to put on the next episode. That to me is, is what my definition of binge-worthy was. It's something that as soon as that episode ends, it can be four in the morning, I'm watching another one. It doesn't matter what's going on. That's what, to me, is the definition of binge-worthy. What about you, Arne? Well, um, I don't know about the Buffy thing because I chose not to watch it, thinking it was stupid when it was on TV. Right. So I did get the I did get the binge watch it, but yeah, I, I, I would have loved. I mean, I I wound up binge watching it again because I watched it with my wife. But I I mean, listen, nowadays shows are so great because we can binge binge watch them, right? Don't get me wrong. There's still there's still a little bit of an appeal when you have to wait week to week. But when you have episodic television, like some of the ones on my list, it actually hurts it to wait the week. Because for me, I watch a lot of shows and I, I'm doing so many different things. By the time that next week goes by and I had to wait a week to watch that you know, new episode of Buffy or something back in the day, uh, or Lost was a good one. Lost there was a show that I watched religiously when it first came out but it, i watched it week to week if lost i could have binge watched i think i would have enjoyed it even more because by the time the next week happened i didn't remember what the hell was going on anymore i had to, it took me half the episode to get caught back up on what was happening absolutely uh when i got into lost i was thinking of that um lost in particular when we're talking about this idea because we, me and Colleen, my wife, did not watch Lost um, season one when it was on, but they replayed it over the summer. And that's when um we liked it so much, we ran out and bought season one on DVD. 
So then once you got it on DVD, then it was officially binge watching. Right. And and it's so funny, like, you know, we're really showing our age, but even, and I don't remember what year it really started. It must have been, I'm going to guess like late, mid 90s, maybe late 90s even. TV shows were never released on DVD or box sets of VHS when we were younger. They didn't have stuff like that. I remember literally, I would, I was, I'm a big Star Trek fan. So before all the Star Treks came out on DVD or box set uh, VHS, I would literally record the next generation every time it was on, on my VCR. And I would, do you remember my old room in, in Manhattan, Ernie? I would have all my videotapes of Next Generation. I even had some Buffy's I was doing it to. Uh, I forget what else I had. Maybe Friends even. But I would videotape all these shows because I loved to binge watch because my schedule was always, you know, I would sleep earlier in the day and I would be up all night long, you know, doing stuff and writing and doing all this other stuff. But I, that's when I would consume television. There was no DVRs. Like DVR I live on now. Everything I watch is on my DVR. I DVR it. I watch it in the middle of the night. I literally DVR every Yankee game all season long. And I'll, I don't watch it live because I'm never home. And I'll watch it at like 2 in the morning. And it's, it's amazing. I love doing that. But when we were kids, I remember when DVDs, or really box set cassettes even first started coming out. I had, it's almost the same way that I got my CD collection. I was a part of Columbia House. Were you part of Columbia House, Ern? No. So Columbia House, for people who don't know, and I, we had discussed this on a previous episode, you would pay like a penny, <laughs> and you would order like 12 uh, cassettes. Back then it was VHS. But, and I would get the box sets. And I remember the first box set that I ordered was the Star Trek movie box set. And it had like a – I think I still have it somewhere even. And that's when I really started really getting into television shows even more because I was able to binge watch all my favorite shows again because I had the cassettes. What about you? Well, you were saying you record the Yankees games. Would you consider binge watching them? (laughs) No, because again, I, I mean, listen, I'm a maniac. I literally try to avoid all human contact all day long when Yankees are on, even when I, I was DVR in the Rangers for a while. My stupid cable company dropped MSG, so I don't have MSG, so I watch it on my app now. But I would binge watch. You know, I would have the Yankees and Rangers tape, but I would literally avoid human contact because if someone told me the Yankee game, the score, it would ruin my night because I, I looked forward to going home and watching the game or the Ranger game. And if someone told me, oh, can you believe the Yankees lost 6 nothing tonight or the Rangers lost 5-4, I'm like, ah! It would literally ruin my night because I had nothing to watch that. No, for my example would be more uh, New Year's Eve, the Twilight Zones, where I'm staying up all night, pressing pause and stop recording so the commercials get out. Uh, three, four in the morning, still doing it. <clears throat> what a great point! You're right. Like all the marathons, I'm a big honeymooners fan too. We did, you know, we did an episode. Um, the honeymooners to me too. I would always do the marathons of the honeymooners, but the the Twilight Zone marathons. Still to this day, my DVR is set to record the whole marathon. I ha- literally on my DVR right now. I have eighty-six episodes of Twilight Zone. Oh, that's great! And I'll just you know every once in a while I'll just go. Oh, oh, and I still I don't even know how I still find one or two that I haven't seen. Incredible stuff. 
great show. Great stuff. But again, that's for me binge-worthy. So that's, I just wanted to give like the definition of what I'm thinking for binge-worthy. But let's dive into this. I think this is going to be fun um, because these don't, these are not necessarily my favorite shows of all time, but they are binge-worthy shows for me, like I said. But, you know, before uh, we get into that, and I just saw you do something there, let's play the infamous, the world-renowned, Bernie. What are you drinking tonight? I cannot recommend this stronger. Uh, this is uh, Saranac root beer. And once you start drinking this, you will not like any other root beer. It's incredible. I've it's never not, heard of this. It's not alcoholic, by the way. They only come like that? They don't come like two liters? They just come bottles like that? Yep, they're only bottled this way. I mean, look at the date. 1888 is oh, when this... Yeah. That's a good. That's a good year for a root beer. It's just uh, me and my, my kids are. We, uh, we drink a little beer. And it tastes terrible now. You want to bring me some? Sure, but you got to <laughs> drop it off at the front porch. You know, you know, you're not allowed in my house ever again. Well, the kids miss me. No, I no joking around. I swear to you. I promise you, I'm not lying. I swear. I was just coming down to do the episode. I told. The kids, oh, I gotta, I'm going to do the podcast with Ernie. Angelina literally said, please tell him not to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> They're still traumatized. Joe still, if I mention it, he like goes. That was a really bad one. Really bad. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm doing something a little <clears throat> light tonight, even though it's not summer. I'm in the spring mood. I just scheduled my pool opening. I know it's only March, but. I'm looking forward to the summer. I'm drinking a little summer shandy right here. Lining Kugel. Delicious. <laughs> All right, Byrne. Let's, let's dive into this. What do you got? Number five, binge-worthy TV show. My number five, which might surprise you because it is a sports-adjacent show, which do doesn't sound like me at all. But oh, I, have, I think I know what it is. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Friday Night Lights. What a great pick. So, uh, just uh, what a cast. I mean, uh, everybody's an unknown at that time. And it's just such great storytelling, I guess, would be the best way to describe what it's about. Uh, and anytime you describe the show, uh, because it starts as a football show, but it's, it's football is just the springboard. It's really a, a life show. It's a show about everything. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you got me into that, right? It's possible. <laughs> so I'm the opposite. I love football, but it, it's so true. Like almost all, some of the stuff on my list, a lot of the stuff on my list are shows that I, I, I almost refuse to watch because I didn't like the subject matter. And what I really come to realize with almost with anything, whether it's music, whether it's TV shows, whether it's whatever you're doing, movies, the actual subject of the show means nothing. It's all about the characters, the writing, the development of those characters and caring for them in whatever situation they're in. It doesn't it really doesn't matter. You don't like football. Like you said, I remember you telling me you got to watch this football show. And I tried to get my wife to watch it too. Oh, we got to watch this show Friday Night Lights. And she's like, ah, I don't want to watch a football show. And I was like, I'm telling you, Ernie said it was great. We should watch it. Fell in love with it. I actually forgot that on my list. That would have made my list. Great choice. 
Thank you, sir. Very, very nice. All right, so I'm going to start. My number five is a really weird one. I don't know if a lot of people have seen this, and I, I got to tell you, I don't even know what the, what the hell I watched. I watched all the C3s. I think it's three seasons. I have no idea what the hell I even watched. It's called Dark on Netflix. You ever see this, Ern? Never heard of it. It's a German show. So it's either in German or dubbed in English. And it's a little hard to get into first, just because obviously, you know, it's, it's either dubbed or you're reading subtitles. And once you get past that, the acting is, is superb. And it's about, it's, I can't even describe it. It's, it's a kind of about time travel. They go into this cave and there's a, some, there's a boy missing. And it turns out that if you go into this cave, you come out 30 years in the past. And it's all about the intertwining of all these characters because they went back in time and what that caused to the current life, the timeline, and so on and so forth. Any show with time travel is always melts my brain a little bit just because of all the paradoxes and stuff like that. But this show, more than anyone, Ernie, if you're interested in a new binge-watching show, Dark. It's phenomenal. I recommend it highly, but I don't, I don't, I, I, I would love to hear someone else's opinion on it because every episode, it was, like I said earlier, I had to see what the hell happened in the next episode. But I don't know if I ever got a payoff. That was the only downside of it. But it was, while I watched it, immensely enjoyed every episode sure get my kids to watch i'm you got you this is right up your alley i would love for you to start this and let me give me some feedback you and brian i could see watching this and dig really like it's one of those shows where at the end of an episode you almost have to pause it and whoever you watched it with you got to go over that whole episode with them for about a half an hour and say okay wait what did you get out of this wait what about when that happened how did that work? Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't think of that. You would be perfect for this. All right. Let's definitely. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Aaron. What do you got? Number four. Uh, I'm tempted to, like, go real like like you did. Well, I'm real, like, uh, obscure. But the the next couple of shows are kind of everybody's favorites, but so be it. Um, my number four is The Shield. <laughs> Another one I forgot about. That's I binge watched that too. Great pick. Uh, uh, this Tony Soprano, but even more evil, more, more conflicted. There's um Vic Mackey. Um, in, in some ways, even a, a more interesting character in in some aspects. But Mackey is more evil, uh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, what Ernie? These two picks because I was literally just going over my list with my wife upstairs. And these would have been on my list for her and me. And I totally forgot about The Shield, too. What a great show. Again, one of those shows that I really didn't care about watching. But you're always looking for something to watch. You're like, oh, I hear so many good things about this show. Eh, let's try it. And then all of a sudden, you just sucked in. And it had nothing to do with the plot lines. It was all about the characters. Great show. The main guy is... Is oh, phenomenal in that show. Phenomenal. Great pick. What? So 
what network was the shield on like regular tv i don't remember fx okay but what when when that first came out that was before like when they were they weren't releasing seasons all at once no no it, it, it was a, a weekly show right but i watched it i watched it binging it i didn't watch it weekly did you watch it weekly no i had dvds yeah Again, once those DVD box sets came out, to me, that's when it opened up the door to watch these types of shows. I don't think I ever get it. I never get through a show like The Dark that I just mentioned if I'm watching it week to week. Even The Shield, I don't know if I can watch that week to week because I'm so, I'm literally biting my nails by the end of an episode. If I don't get to watch that episode right away, I'm, I'm going to hurt somebody. And Shane, remember Shane? <laughs> oh my God. I gotta watch. I gotta watch that again. That's a good one to rewatch. I just started Sopranos again not that long ago. That's still great too. I didn't binge watch that because I watched that when it came out. I tell you about the Shield though. Uh, it has a great ending too. Um, and it, it's. I think a lot of my favorite shows don't really end that great. Right. It's hard to 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 end ending, but the ending of the Shield is dynamite. But you're right. I, I think, you know, listen, it does. I don't know if it affects while I'm watching it. It doesn't affect the show because I'm so entranced in the show. I'm watching every episode, no matter what happens. And of course, you don't know what the end is going to be. But I do think when you when you think back at television shows, if the end doesn't pay off. I think somehow you almost forget about that show. You're like, ah, it wasn't even worth my time. Shield was worth my time. What a and there's a, there's an episode also right near the end when um Shane kills his family. Oh, that it, it that that has always stuck in my head. That that episode blew me away. Great stuff. Great. All right, my number my number four. It's along these lines. So this is a newer show. It's again, it's a show that I heard so many people talk about. I literally had zero desire to watch this show. No desire to watch this show. I heard what it's about. This family goes and lives in this small, you know, town in, in, the, in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, he's laundering money. I'm like, well, I don't want to watch this crap. And sure enough, you know, I, I give in because I heard so many good things about it. And I finally turned this show on called Ozark. You watch Ozark, Ernie? Nope. Oh, Ernie. Yep. If you're you're you love the same shows I love. Ozark. It's one of those shows, much like when you first watch maybe watch Menace to Society. You were like, Joe, put this show on. I'm like, Ernie, no desire to watch this movie. You watch this movie. No, you gotta watch this movie. I said, Ernie, I'm not watching this movie. I don't want to see it. It's not appealing to me. You got you watched the first 10 minutes and I promise you watch it. I said, all right, put the first 10 minutes on. Sure, go ahead. And everyone knows what happens in the first 10 minutes of Medicine Society. Hooked. I, Ernie got something to go shut it off. I said, don't you dare get up and shut that off. Leave this on. We're watching the whole thing. That's how Ozark is. Ozark's first episode, you will be hooked right from the, right the get-go. It's, again, it's one of those shows at the end of, the, of an episode. God, you got to watch it. And this, I didn't watch real time, but I did catch up. And there's one season that ends incredible. And the way it ends, it leaves off on this kind of like this cliffhanger that I was 
fiending for the next season, and I had to wait whatever it was a year for it, and, and it was it pays off. Great, great show. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, what do you got? Number three. Oh, this is uh, Breaking Bad. And I, I assume this would be on everybody's list. And, you know, I hate picking what everybody would love, but Breaking Bad was that entertaining. It was, and, and it was immediate. Well, like the, the very first moment, the first episode, it started great, which, which sometimes is not easy to do because you got to introduce the characters, you know? Of course. But Breaking Bad, all the way through, beginning to end, guy was incredible. Brian Creston or something. I'll and tell you, it's my same. number three. It's my number three as well. Same pick. This is to me this this is the perfect show of what we're talking about. Again, zero, absolutely no desire when I when you read the tagline of this show or the plot summary. Uh, chemistry teacher uh, winds up dealing meth and uh, and gets in trouble. Whatever the hell the plot line was, whatever it is, like, yeah, I'll pass. Thank you. See you later. Put on some dragons or something like that or some sci-fi something. Or I don't want to see a chemistry teacher cooking meth. <laughs> I had no, uh, no desire to see it. And then again, ran out of stuff to watch. I said, let me try this show. Hooked immediately. And I was all the way back because all the seasons, I think it was over by the time I watched it. So I literally got to binge watch this straight through. I only watched it because my kid wanted to watch it. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a it's a family show. Uh, Brian wanted to watch it, so I, me, Colleen, and him watched it together. And then a year later, Michael wanted to watch it, so oh, me watched it again. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it was great both times. What did Michael think of it? Did he and Brian did they like it right away? Oh, they loved it. Yeah, it's it's one of those shows that definitely hooks you. Um, I I loved it. It's again end of every episode. I had to keep going. I ha I hate to say this, but I have a feeling we're gonna have a couple more duplicates coming up. Damn it! All right, so that's my that's my number three as well. Breaking Bad. I think Brian and Mike both listed as their favorite show of all time. Wow. Both of them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but it's it was one of those shows. I don't know if I would go back and watch it again, but it's one of those shows when I was watching it. Nothing else mattered. Nothing. I wasn't putting on another show. That's what I was watching every night or any free time that I had. That's when you know you're immersed in the show. Great. All right. That was my number My number three as well. What do you got number two, Ern? Well, I'm beginning to wonder that one of my top two doesn't belong because now that I think about it, when I first watched it, it was I watched it week to week. So I'm not going to be able to include that one. So I'm taking that out in my head. So I'm putting in its place um, the wire. Another good one. Yes. Which um I only started watching because of uh we got a exercise bike, and I said drag the exercise bike into the bedroom and yeah. put on a DVD of the wire, and it just it blew me away. It's uh it's it's my Shakespeare. I mean the, the wire is just so deep. And intricate. You have literally three picks, and and your fourth one I already did pick. Three of your picks probably would have made my list if I remembered. 
The Wire, same, it's, again, every one of these shows, it's the same thing for me. My brother tortured me to watch The Wire, watch The Wire, watch The Wire, watch The Wire. He would send me downloads of it. I'm like, ah, ah. And I forget one trip I was on, like I was on a plane or something. I had it on my computer. And I said, oh, let me try this. I couldn't get internet, you know, where I was. It was just on my laptop. So I started watching it hooked immediately. I don't remember how that ends. Does that have a good ending, Ern? Yeah, incredible ending. Yeah. Don't don't remind me. I got to maybe rewatch that. I don't remember the ending. I know I finished it, but I don't remember. It was a while ago. You want to know who gave me uh, bootleg DVDs of The Wire? Oh. Another. Did he really? <laughs> I told you. He loved that show. He was the one that would torture me about it. What, what do you have? Burn, like burn DVDs of it, right? Yeah. Yes. In so he gave me that first, and I and I threw them onto my laptop. That's or maybe I even had my laptop with the disc, the DVD player in it. Still, that's how I watched it. You're right. That's funny. Yeah, Beautiful great, show. great, great show. All right, my number two. It might be on your list, Ernie. Um, you kind of mentioned it in the opening. This is the only one that's on my list that still ranks as one of my favorite shows of all time. And I hate to even call it binge-worthy because there's not enough episodes for me to make it like that binge-worthy, you know, where you're up with your eyes burning, but Stranger Things. It's, you know, when, when Netflix drops Stranger Things, I, I have to watch all the episodes immediately without sleeping or eating, whatever I'm doing. It's just, to me, it's the perfect show. Of course, I love nostalgia. Uh, I love... Uh, I love you know, kids, you know, as the main stars of shows, I always love that interacting with adults too, but I love 80s stuff. I love kids, you know, like the Goonies and uh, Stand By Me and all these movies from our 80s uh, growing up. Stand By Me and uh, I mean, Stranger Things kind of encompasses all of that. It's, you know, it's Poltergeist and Stranger Things and I mean, uh, and Stand By Me and the Goonies and it's all of the things that I loved growing up rolled into one and done better. So Stranger Things, even though technically, almost like you said before, I don't use it as a binge show because seasons are only, and they do half seasons now, like seven episodes, six episodes, and I get so mad at that. I, I want Buffy, 24 episodes, 30 episodes a season. You know, people are like, oh, that, that was 86 seasons. Yeah, but there's four episodes per season. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Buffy had 20-something episodes per season and had seven seasons. So you're talking about 150 episodes. It was great. Stranger Things has four or five seasons, but there's like six episodes per season. So we're still only at like 30 or 40 episodes, whatever the hell we're on. But I, I had to include it because I loved it so much. Perfect. Um, what do you want to call it? Mix of the it, Firestarter and the Stand By yes. Me. Perfect. Exactly right. It's the supernatural stuff I love mixed with the with the kids' humor and the the feel good growing aspect of up you know growing up as friends in the neighborhood, everything I love. Such a fun show, and that's all one right. Show, whole family, even my daughter, uh, takes part in watching it. Yep, yeah. I mean, up until this last season, I mean the let this was it this last season when uh, yeah, with like the, all that stuff happening. Yeah, that was pretty scary. Joe was a little upset about stuff like that, but up until there, he was good with like the Demogorgons and stuff. But when uh, Max 
you know, bites it and, she, you know, she's hanging in the air and her body starts, you know, yeah. contorting. That was pretty bad. All right, we're flying. We got, we're back, baby. We got no doctor. We go, we're streamlined. We are flying. We got no, no alcohol. We got root beer. We, we're, we're good to go here. Let's, let's recap. We're up to your number one already, Ernie. Number five, Friday Night Lights. Great show. And you know what's funny about Friday Night Lights, too, while we're thinking of it? That was a movie first. And the movie, I didn't see, didn't care about seeing. Did you ever even see the movie? No. Me either. Number four, The Shield. Number three, Breaking Bad. Number two, The Wire. And your number one binge-worthy TV show of all time is... You want to guess? It's, it's a two-letter show. ER? No. Oh. <laughs> that's a pretty good guess. Two-letter show. HBO show. I don't know. Oz. Oz, mother. <laughs> yes. And that's a show you got me into, too. What a good show. You had good picks tonight, Ernie. You've been, you must have been thinking about this category for the last two months. Yeah. <laughs> you only told me about half an hour ago. <laughs> Great pick. Oz was um, the show I had lined up on my DVDs whenever uh, Brian, as a baby, um, wouldn't be sleeping. And I had to watch something to keep me awake, and that <laughs> that'll do it. Might might also explain Brian's behavior now as a young adult. Oh. <laughs> Growing up with Oz playing in the background as you're trying to put it back to sleep. I had tried to watch Oz before um, when it was actually on regular TV, but it was on HBO at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, so I would go to sleep immediately after that because of work night, and I was I was getting nightmares. I, I agree. So I think, you, again, another show you got me into, Oz, definitely binged it, definitely binge-worthy. But Oz wasn't like the other shows. Like when the episode ended, I had to put another one on. Oz was more like, I don't know if I can watch another one. I feel really uncomfortable right now. And I feel like, I, I you know what? I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to put <laughs> some cartoons on for a little while and then get back to Oz when I, when I feel better. <laughs> yeah, Colleen used to make me like watch uh, Seinfeld. I said, "Go put yes. Seinfeld. Go to sleep. <laughs> exactly if right. If I have a nightmare, I gotta wake her up. Right? <laughs> you can't watch Oz as you're falling asleep. You will dream you're in prison and bad things are happening to you. Oh boy! <laughs> great, great pick. Nicely done, Ernie. This is why. This is why I pay you the big bucks to be my co-host, baby. Yeah, it's a lot. Checking, oh, next, this month's check's in the mail, by the way. Thank you. I can't wait. All right, let me recap mine. Number five, Dark. Try it, Ern. Number four, actually, before you try Dark, you might have to try Ozark. Ozark, oh, number four. Oh, your show's rhyme. <laughs> dark, Ozark. <laughs> number three, Breaking Bad. Number two, Stranger Things. Now, number one is the only one on my list that I actually didn't complete. And I'll explain why I didn't complete it after I tell you the name of the show. But this show, more than any show, at the end of the episode, there would be a little freaking clock. And it would tick down and go tick, 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 tick. Yep. And you, if you didn't put that next episode on, I don't even know how you did it. You, if I didn't have the willpower 
to not start that next episode. Every time, I, I never didn't start it. I always started it whether I fell asleep or something interrupted it. Always had to at least start that next episode. I never stopped watching it after that countdown. And that, episode, that TV show is 24. When I first started watching this, again, so people who, for people who don't know, each episode is one day. So every episode is 24 hours. So during the episode, you have this clock ticking under, in the episode, and it's counting down the 24-hour period. And by the, by the end of that 24 hours, something happens, and it literally ticks down, big tick, 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 and it hits the 24-hour mark, and the show ends. And you're like, mother, you want to go crazy? You have to see what happens next. So that was this show more than anything. And that's why it's my number one. It was my favorite show of all time, and I'll explain why. But it, 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 it's the, the show that I most had to binge watch that I could not, not watch the next episode. Every episode was a cliffhanger. Yep. Every single episode was a cliffhanger. And I don't mean like a little cliffhanger, like, oh, I wonder, what, uh, I wonder what's going to happen next. It's like, if I don't see what happens next, I can't live my life anymore. It was that bad. Jack Bauer. Oh. You, so you watched 24. I know you did. Did you ever finish all the seasons? I think there was one season without Jack Bauer that I never got around to. Like, uh, I think. It was yeah. like a reboot or something. Like There was a – there's. I mean, I didn't finish the last few seasons. And 24 got a little frustrating to me. And I don't want to – whoever doesn't – you know, whoever hasn't seen 24 or doesn't want spoilers, you know, earmuffs right now or fast forward whatever you want to do but 24 the first two or three seasons were so incredible what hurt me after that was this poor bastard jack bauer in this 24-hour period would always wind up saving the country or the world or the president or he would do something nobody else could ever have done only he could have done this and risked the lives of everyone he loved and lost people along the way. And by the end of each season, he would save the day. But somehow, they made him out to be the bad guy. That he was to blame and he was out of you know the government and he wasn't allowed to be a, a CIA guy anymore. And he was always on the run again by the next season. And somehow... They had to call him in again, and he would save the day, almost like, weirdly, the modern-day A-Team, in a, in a weird way. So after a while, I was like, Jesus Christ, you know he's going to save you, every everyone. Keep him on the payroll. Stop it already. He's, uh, he's Batman, but he's a lot to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But even Batman was working with Commissioner Gordon after a while. They're like, okay, right, Batman, we know you're going to kill people. We're going to do stuff here. You're going to break some legs. You're a vigilante. But you know what? You gave us the bat signal. We're going to use it. We're going to call you. Poor Jack Bauer still always had to do everything underneath. He would be trying to stop the, the evil plot of to, to destroy the world, but he'd also be running from his own people who were trying to get him, to try to arrest him. It was insanity. And then the thing that really pushed me over the edge, and I know we talked about this on a previous episode. I don't know what episode it was, but there's a character in 24. For me, 
my all-time most hated TV character of all time. And not because they were supposed to be hated. I don't think you're supposed to, It wasn't the bad guy. Chloe. My GPS is named after her. Oh, no. It's, is it really? Yeah. Because that's what she, that's yes, what she that, that was her job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jack, Jack turn left now. You know, <laughs> Jack would call Chloe and every time someone needed help, Chloe's job was to do exactly what you said, to be the GPS, to direct you. Oh, no, you need to do this. You need to do that. Every time that they would call Chloe for help, Chloe, I need the password to stop the bomb. We have four seconds. She'd go, oh, come on, Jack. I'm in the middle of lunch. And it'd be like, Chloe, what are you doing? He needs you. And stupid Chloe would raise her lip and she'd be so annoyed. I think she was probably like what people refer to as a Karen before that was a, a term, I think. God damn it, Chloe, get that grit up. God damn it, Chloe, put that sandwich down. We need your help. Ah, Jack, I was just in the middle of my yogurt. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I want, if I could have reached through the screen and I couldn't take another season of Chloe, couldn't do it. And then one season, like Chloe became like a big plot line in the season. That's when I had to stop. It's like, can't do it anymore. Not watching Chloe all season long. Not doing it. All right. Any honorable mentions tonight? One or two, maybe? Well, uh, Buffy came really close for me because I didn't watch it. it was only so it was a, what do you want to call it? It's uh what's binge I binge oh, yeah. watched. Absolutely. Buffy belonged up there. I couldn't figure out where to fit her. <laughs> but I I would like to put her up there. Uh there is a show uh called Point Pleasant. Oh yes. Um the first episode is not that great, but if if once you get through the first episode, the rest of the show was incredibly strong all the way through. And it was made by Bum Joss Whedon's. It was the show right after Buffy. Great show. You turned me on to that as well. And I was so mad at you because by the end, I wanted more. And it was was only one season, right? It, it didn't even get on TV for the whole season. You had to get the DVDs to watch it all. That might be, maybe we do next week's topic. Favorite TV shows that got canceled and weren't you weren't able to continue watching. Because I got about 20 of them just popped in my brain when you said Point Pleasant. I was so mad at you, Ernie. I wanted more Point Pleasant. And there's a lot of them that I start that I binge and I wait for the next season and it, it winds up getting canceled. And it drives me crazy. It hurts, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, Shameless. You ever see Shameless? Uh, I might have watched half an episode. <laughs> Real, it's, it's a little, it's not one of those things that come firing right out of the gate. But as you get to know the characters and start caring about them, really good show. It's one of those shows where you watch it and you feel better because these the people in the show are so terrible. It's like, okay, I, I, any, any problems you might have in your life, you have it way better than these poor bastards. Interesting. Uh, um, another show, this is a new show, recent show. Did you watch Squid Games? Squid Game, yeah, we, we watched it. Again, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of episodes, but it was one of those shows where at the end of each episode, I was like, oh, I got to see the next game. I got to see it. Had to watch it. And it, you know, it was only, what, six episodes, maybe something like that? But it was definitely one of those shows where I, I just had to keep watching. Another great one um, that I just thought of, God, what the hell is the name of it? Chernobyl. You watch yeah, I watched it. Oh, 
What a show. HBO about uh, the nuclear power plant, the meltdown in Russia in the 80s. What a fantastic show. The first episode is one of the best episodes, to me, of any TV show I've ever seen. Incredible watch. You have to keep watching to see what's going to happen next. And you kind of know what happens. But the, watching the show gives you all this insight on what really happened. Is, it's incredible. What did you think of that, show? I loved it. I love um, there's a, a line where they, um, they're going to fly the helicopter over the um, to get a picture. Yeah. yeah. The guy knows if you fl fly into that smoke, you're, yeah. you're gonna like disintegrate, and then the the Russian guy is yelling at the driver at the pilot, I, um, I will shoot you in the head if you don't fly over there. Right, right. The doctor goes, and if you fly over there tomorrow morning, you'll be begging for that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> right, because his insides will start melting basically. Yeah. Oh God! That was he he turns around. Oh. He'll be begging for that bullet tomorrow morning. You know, watching that and knowing that there's nuclear power plants in the world and other meltdowns have happened since then, it's mind boggling. It really is that if something little happens, even the one in Fukushima, you know what happened with that, right? A little bit, yeah. Fukushima, there was there was a uh, earthquake and it caused tidal yeah. wave, which caused the meltdown in uh, a power plant in in Japan, and the toxic waste, the whole area is destroyed. They're saying that even the toxic waste from, from that is entering the ocean is going to affect California for years to come. So just insane that this stuff is happening in this world that it literally could end the world if, it, if, it's, if it's big enough. You know, another line from Chernobyl I love is when Gorbachev is um, yelling at them because I had to apologize to our friends. I have to apologize to our enemies. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> they've caused that much damage to the world. Can you imagine having to apologize to your enemies? Uh. Yeah, because the, the the smoke was going into Germany and it was going into all the surrounding countries, killing all the crops, killing people, Poland yeah. and everything. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you chose three honorable mentions. I have to. I have. I only chose two, so I got to do another one now. Give it to me. Gravity Falls. I still haven't done it yet, Ern. I know you've been talking about it forever. I got to do it. I don't think I've ever seen a cartoon that actually has a real ending before. But so Ern, is is Gravity Falls a show like episodic, like it continues or no? Yes. Oh, re oh, good. I like that. I like those types of shows better. You might not realize that the um, the epi the, the life story, the uh, full story for the show, is that important at the very beginning, but it's happening at the very beginning. Where can I get that again? TV. Is it on? Is it on like Nickelodeon right now, or like I could just get it on demand? Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> we have everything, so I never know what I'm watching anything on. <laughs> good. I tell my kids sometimes they're like, "Oh, let's watch blah blah blah." I'm like, "Oh, it's not on right now." They're like, "What do you mean it's not on right now?" <laughs> I'm like, "It's not on. You know, it's not on television right now. You know, we can't watch it. It comes on, you know, Tuesday night or whatever." Like, what? Do you, I don't even know what that means. What are you talking about? Everything is on demand for that. I can watch the same show three different ways. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This is a good one, Ern. We flew. Well, actually, we didn't fly. We, we had a pretty good conversation here. Uh, but we are, everyone, concerned about the show going away. We are not going anywhere. We are officially back. We got some episodes planned uh, coming up. We will be on regularly again. 
Always try to release our episodes uh, Friday night, possibly on YouTube, Saturday morning on uh, streaming podcasts. So always be on the lookout for new episodes every Friday and or Saturday. Uh, always check out our merch on Amazon. Type in Joey Casada on Amazon. You'll see all our top five T-shirts. We got the top five logo. We got the Ernie T-shirt. We got the Doctor T-shirt. We got you know all of my other shirts up there. Whether it's wrestling with Joey Licious or Zrock, all that stuff is is on Amazon. Check it out. Send us emails at top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Let us know. Your favorite topics, let us know what you thought of our picks this week. Comment on YouTube, comment on Facebook, comment on social media. Give us some feedback. We're going to be holding some more contests coming up in the future to get some of you on the show with us to talk about some uh, fun topics. What else, Aaron? Anything else? I've been missing great, hard, classic rock. Any new band, any bands that are back that have been, haven't been around for a while? <laughs> Well, now that you mentioned it, I said it earlier in the show why we had to take a little hi hiatus. Uh, my band ZO2 is officially back. We got a new record coming out this summer, new single coming out this summer. Uh, check it out. Uh, of course, David Z passed away a couple of years ago, our bass player. We got our new bass player, Sean McNabb. Played with everyone and, and anyone under the sun. He was in Dockin and Lynch Mob. He plays with Gilby Clark. He plays with so many different bands. Incredible guy, great bass player. But we are back. You'll see us uh, playing some gigs this summer. Uh, you know, pretty much all over. We'll do, we'll do some festivals, some little shows here and there. But the big thing is we do have our new video, new single coming out this summer with a new release. And lots more to come uh, next, next year as well. We got some big, big stuff planned for the end of 2023 into 2024. I am excited. Good stuff, Ern. Great to be back. Uh, what do you think, doctor? Back next week, or we we take a we breathe a couple more weeks without the doctor? Uh, that's up to you guys. Well, how about you? Everyone, send us an email. You give it, give us a poll. I'll put I'll put a little poll up on uh on our our Twitter or our Instagram. More doctor, less doctor. You guys want the doctor back? You don't want him back? Shoot us an email. Let us know. But either way, send your comments to us at top five at top five with joey at gmail.com and we will see you next week we promise but but not everybody vote because we don't want to break the internet <laughs> yes yeah, so only the people that vote against it that's what we that's where ernie wants all right Ern. good night